hour number two, the Steelers Blitz live at Heinz Field, our last day on location for training camp coverage 2021. Having some fun out here. It's a wet one at Heinz Field, and we are pleased to be joined by our new friend Wet of Wednesdays, the show. baby. Let's get it. My God. <laughs> Terrence Garvin is on the line, former Pittsburgh Steeler. Of course, you know I always got to mention former West Virginia Mountaineer what as is. well. Terrence, what's Wait going on? Wait a minute on, now. Parker? I got to say former locker mate. This is my locker oh, mate, bro. Like the same way we sit here. <laughs> See, four years this right is next this, to each this other, is baby. This is taunting conversation yeah. that you one up in me. Yeah. You dang going right on my taunt you right here. <laughs> Terrence, what's up, buddy? How you doing? I say it every time. I've seen the glow up. I've seen the glow up. I was the locker mate of the great. Is Terrence there? If Terrence, there, if if Terrence is there, we could not hear him on location. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. <laughs> Most we can hear ah, there you. he is. We got you now, Terrence. What's up, partner? Sorry about that uh, that up, communication man? breakdown there. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How you doing, bro? Most We're good, man. We're up, good. Man. We're out here. Man, you already know we living good out here, man. Always good to hear my man. dog. My great locker mate, man. I say oh, oh there it is. I've seen, I seen the glow up. I've seen the glow up. I've seen the Arthur Most. A great glow up. <laughs> My dog, man. You know you was a big What's contributor up? to that as well, man. But look, oh man, before God. you hopped on, before you hopped on, man, we were reacting to the NFL's uh, new rule initiative about taunting, right? Taunting. We've seen some of the play. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's their new initiative this year, right? The taunting element. Yeah. Not necessarily group celebrations in celebrating, but taunting we know that when it's directed to a person that's kind of like their thing right now but where do you come down on that man in terms of just yeah. the nfl stepping in creating another rule the nfl rule. ultimately doing something else to make people feel a little bit inconvenienced yeah i think that's a tough one i'm not gonna lie i understand blatant taunting you know what i mean i understand yeah you're 30 yards in front of people and you start backpedaling or i understand <laughs> you know what i mean i understand stuff like that but somebody, I seen one time uh, this week, somebody yeah, had a, a nice little run, and he got up and kind of like gave a little like the flex, uh, right? Yeah, up, you know what I mean. That's uh -huh. not taunting, like in the heat of the moment. You know what I mean? We you, you're still a warrior out there. It's still right. so competitive. That's still that trash talk. That that's still the game. You know what I mean? No. So, I, I one thing I always say is it's tough when people who really have never been in that moment make certain rules yeah. of the game you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's, it's tough because it's it's certain feels it's certain moments coming out of a play that it's like you gotta just uh like we did that we did that you know what i mean well, and I we've been seen uh and I was say we even seen Bill Belichick, right? He highlighted how he feels like you're supposed to celebrate. You're supposed to cheer each other on because we get hype like that. Yeah. But what I was talking about um, was, you know, that whole situation between Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, right? Vontez Burfick and how when L. Bell went Man. down, the gesture that he made towards us and our sideline, that was a Man. taunt. And we said how everything that transpired from that moment I mean, even right. that year, the next year, like, we know how right. bad it would get at right. moments. But that war. was the taunting part. It, 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 for a fact, it did. <laughs> it became a war. From Twitter to everything, it became a war. <laughs> but it, on site. Do you think there's any, like, is there, is it fair to have concerns, Terrence, that, that things like that, will get out of hand, or was maybe that just Steelers, Bengals, and the personalities involved at the time, right? Like Moats and I talked a little bit about, I think a lot of this, this new rule from the NFL against taunting 
came from the Super Bowl mm-hmm. because you saw Antoine yeah. Winfield go and get in Tyree Kill's face and throw up the peace sign. You know, you saw Tom Brady rip his helmet off it, and run up to Tyron Matthew. Yeah, and, and, and trash <laughs> talk like Tyron that, Matthew and get the, his face. Those are the great moments, though. You know what I mean? Like, Right, right. Those create it, it, five, five, it was kind of like, I understand, like, you don't want that. You don't want certain stuff, I guess, to get out of control. But at the same time, it's like, it's still a game. It's still a war. It's a battle out there. Yeah. I think, like, seeing top to them in, in, in a previous game. So to them, it was more like, it was lot, it was, it was chalkboard material. You could tell that was something on the chalkboard they thought about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like those, those are game material. That's 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 football. That's the game. That's the sport. That's the, that's the next level of it. That's the sport. That's the Kobe Bryant effect. I'm gonna know everything about you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's tough to take that away. Some people, the game that some people use to their advantage. You know what I mean? That's Very true. The game, like it's 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 a be a, a, a weapon. You know what I mean? So it's tough to mm-hmm. say, all right, I'm gonna take that away. Like um, you know what I mean? Ali was a person, you know what I mean? That's what made him him. I think if you don't have that in the time, it's like that might be a different person. No, you bring, For me, no, I just say to... it's, it's tough to take that piece away. Like, I, just, I, think, I think they shouldn't just be super strict about it. I understand 20, 30 yards downfield, throwing up the piece. I understand stuff like that. But it's kind of like don't take away the warrior aspect of the game. Yeah. You feel that? Absolutely. No, we could definitely agree with that. And I feel like we can have this conversation for like the oh. next three hours. We definitely could. But we had big time information or big time moves happen in the inside linebacker position the past man. couple of days, man. Um, in terms of the Pittsburgh Steelers trading for inside linebacker pro bowler Joe Schobert. Just talk about, man, your perception of that move. What does that mean for this group going forward? And ultimately, do you even like the move or not? I was shocked. It'll kind of away so so lightly. Like Joe Sherbert, he's a guy. You know what I mean? He makes a lot of plays. Um, he had like three interceptions. Like he had three interceptions last year for Jacksonville. So that's that coverage piece that they was looking for. You know what I mean? They got that. They really got that piece that they really was looking for. They got uh, a linebacker who really can run. He can cover. You and you get to put that next to Bush. You got another cover linebacker. So I thought it was a great trade for them. I thought they got a steal out of that. Great trade. Terrence, what's that feel like, right? When, when you're in a when you're in a locker room and the team goes shopping during training yeah. camp, right? That's got to be one of those moments. I mean, I, I would think, you know, for just about everybody on the defense, you know, other than a couple of the guys, you know, the, the TJ Watts, the camp, you know, the established right. veterans. That's got to kind of put you on notice when, hey, when the team goes out and they acquire Joe Schobert, even when Devin Bush is already here, if they can go out and acquire a guy like that, that means they can get one at my position too. I imagine that kind of, you know, puts a little puts a little pep in the step of everybody in the locker room as well. That's definitely a feel. That's definitely a feel. Um, I, I mean, I can only imagine. I've never really seen a trade directly, in, but in terms of, my position, but I know I've seen, like I said, I've seen a draft exactly what he's feeling like in terms of, all right, like, I got to just pick it up. Like, everybody in the locker room, it just makes you feel like, all right, I got to just keep picking it up. 
because nothing's secure. You know what I mean? We're still in training camp. Everything's a battle. Like, you're fighting for your position and your job. So it, it really just puts – I would say a boost in your step. I would agree. I would say yes to that. It definitely will put a boost in your step and definitely make you kind of uh, – I'm not saying look around, but just make sure, like, you might come a little bit harder than next day. But I think it's great for the defense. I think it's great for the team. I'm a plus. It will pick up people's attention. It's it's a kind of a shake thing up, shake things up type thing. So I think for other people, I think yeah, that's dope. Like it, it'll pick you up. That's what I want to do. And now when we think about Devin Bush, tenth overall yeah. pick from a couple of years ago, we know he was brought in here to be the green dot linebacker, three yeah. down linebacker, never come off the field. Now we've heard Joe Schobert already confirmed that he will be wearing the green dot. He's working at the he's dime backer and he's working at the Mac backer. What does okay. that mean for Devin Bush? Yeah. So, and that's that's good for Bush because now he can set that mic and really just hunt. You know what I mean? Just really kind of uh, and then hit a little bit, like clear his mind and just run and hit and do what he got to do at the mat. The mat position will get more of the coverage. I like he won't really be on those tight ends as hard. He should be more kind of on the running back. You know what I mean? He'll get more of the blitz mm-hmm. opportunity. So he'll get to come downhill more. I think that's good for him. I think that's perfect for him. And Joe Schubert's older. He's 27. He can he can run the defense. He can call the plays. I think he'll be he'll be able to pick that up. He's an experienced linebacker. Like he what he's been on Jackson. Cleveland runs a system. I would say mm-hmm. a little similar to Pittsburgh in the sense of that three four. So he should have a good time picking it up. Now before we let you up out of here, last time you came up here and talked. Man, we didn't get a chance to hear your Troy Palomalu story. You shared his <laughs> locker room just the way I shared the locker room with him, man. We both yeah. on the field with this guy. How, Man, I can't believe that I allowed myself to forget to ask you about TP last time you was on with us. So, this last little bit right here, man, we want to hear about hey. you and your relationship with TP, man. Give us something, baby. What you got? Hey, I've had um, some Troy stories. I've played with Troy for two years, and um, – like everybody say, he's not from here. You know what I mean? I've seen, <laughs> stuff. Like, I, I've seen a couple of plays. I'm like, why, why would he do that? Why did he do that? Like, what did you see? And um, me and Shamarco, we always ask him, why would you do that? And he was like, football. I've seen it. But um, I'm trying to tell you, bro. I used to watch Troy in pregame, if you remember that. And Troy used to go Absolutely. out there with those. With those sweatpants turned inside out. <laughs> inside out? <laughs> and he would have, like, he'd have some shoes on, like, some black, like, Converse. It wouldn't be nothing. You know what I mean? Low-top Converse. Low-top Converse. Yes. Some black. Yes. Hey, and how is he? He'd be so, like, he did break. He'd get warmed up nice, right? He'd, get, he'd, get, he'd be out there for a minute. A minute. Like, really, like. I've, I've seen Detroit, like, I'm going to get this running. And he he would just do these unique, warm, remember, like, these stretches. Like, not normal what we would do. The normal, like, just leg right. kicking or not. He'll do these unique stretches. So he'll warm up for a minute, and he'll come back in. It'll be about that time. And you used to see him go into his locker, and he would, like, step into that locker, right? Yes. Hey, I promise yes. you. I, I promise y'all that. Forget, step into that locker. And he'll take the pants off and everything to be on. And he'll drop it, bro. And I'll promise you, bro, I'll say this all It'd be like a different. You know what I mean? Like, really like that Superman stuff. Like, 
I don't went and Seriously, changed and I came out Superman, bro. And it's so a, it's like that hair drops, man. It's over. Bro. <laughs> yeah, he was he was certainly not from here. Remember the no, time he, he got um, remember the time he got upset on the sideline? And I felt really? like I preseason, you, I yeah. In that preseason game we got mm-hmm. and we wasn't playing well. And it was the first time people really seen it. He got mad. And I promised him back and he grabbed that helmet and I I looked him. <laughs> I think I promise you, I think the helmet was gonna hit me, bro. Don't <laughs> like I was like, it's gonna get me, like right in the in the line of the fire, like <laughs> for effect. Hey, that was his it was his passionate we are the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love the stories. Uh, great stuff. Oh, no, go, go, go ahead. Go ahead, Terrence. Go ahead. I was saying when he said that piece at the end, like you could play here. I felt that because that's what that's always yep. with. And just it was dope to see that he felt that. You know what I mean? Because that's yeah. really what yep. you felt like going through camp and still in there. That's what you felt like being in there. You just wanted to look. I could play here. Like I can fit yep. in with these dudes. So it's like it's dope to see his Hall of Fame. Like, like that was that was dope for me. Absolutely, right absolutely, there, man. Terrence. Great stuff as always, partner. Enjoyed the conversation. Thanks for you know for hey. helping out your locker mate here, my Arthur. Dogs. <laughs> you know we're gonna keep doing this, man. Gotta have my dog hey, back. Go we ears. Will... go ears. There he is, <laughs> Terrence. That's my guy. Now we're now we're talking, baby. Can't wait. Just a couple more weeks <laughs> here till college football see gets started. West face light up when you just said go ears. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna hear the end of this for the next two hours. <laughs> Terrence, great stuff, partner. We appreciate your time as always. Thank you so much, and we'll talk soon. Take care, all right? right. (laughs) There he is, Terrence Garvin, (laughs) former Pittsburgh Steeler, former Seattle Seahawk, and, of course, former West Virginia Mountaineer. Interesting interesting kind of perspective from him Mm -hmm. on that taunting stuff, like in the sense of you do still want it to be that that, that that, that warrior mentality. but I think that there's good conversation there yeah. in the sense of like what how he kind of points it out, how you laid it out, and I th- again I think it all just comes back to like people, people know the difference of, perspective of, wise, of, right? of what's of what's within the realm of mm-hmm. of competition and what is kind of right. going outside of that. But realm. when we say perspective, he's yeah. a guy that was a part of that. He he Absolutely. remembers this. He saw how we got that man. It got dark at times out there, yes, man. Yes, it did. It got li- like really dark. Yes, all it did. of us, and, man. And, and like that <laughs> is what the NFL doesn't right. want to be happening regularly. Exactly. And that wasn't like it was just one game against no, the Bengals. No, it, it, it lasted over. like every season it for lasted us. A few years. Yeah, that that fourteen, seventeen, like that it was bad blood every time. Years. Yeah, yeah. And that is the NFL does does not want that to be happening more often. Um, and again, from the shield perspective, from the business perspective, you certainly understand why. Wesley, you'll learn. Arthur Motes down at Heinz Field. Going to take a break here. When we come back, are expectations too high for Kendrick Green? I'm starting to wonder. We'll discuss on the other side. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Field. It is hour number two on the Steelers Blitz. It's SNR, Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, rocking and rolling with you here. We're going to be joined by our buddy Chris Carter on the show about 15, 20 minutes from now. Before we get to him, though, I wanted to ask this question to Arthur Motes. I think now is a good time to do so. Motesy, real simple question. 
are expectations too high for Kendrick Green as it relates to this season? I want to be very clear with that, right? I, I am I am not poo-pooing what we think this man can be long-term. I, I don't want to make it seem like he has been an absolute disaster out here in the preseason games. But as it relates to our expectations for him to be able to step in as a third-round pick and be the starting center for the Pittsburgh Steelers on an offensive line that we know is completely retooled and all the moving right. parts, I – uh, you know, we, we've joked about he wears the same number as Pouncey. He, I mean, has a similar haircut as Pouncey did, and, and they you, you squint your eyes a little bit and look blurry. They kind of look alike. Yeah. All these things, that's all great. And, I again, I, I have high hopes for this guy moving forward. But are expectations too high for him to start? I think a lot of people just assume day one he's going to be the center, he's going to be fine. But we have seen the ups and downs. Is it is it more realistic maybe to – <laughs> to be realistic with what we expect from Kendrick Green, particularly at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I mean, we talk about anytime you're dealing with rookies, you just never know what to expect from them, right? And we also know that a guy can excel in practice, but when you start, you know, taking them to places where they aren't familiar with the opponents, where you don't have a lot of tape on these guys, now it could get a little bit dicey. And I think with Kendrick, he kind of ran into that with Philly. And now this is the aftermath of it, mm. where we kind of – react to that and now we have the luxury of being able to see him in practice and Correct. that has contributed to our feeling as well. Correct. He did not have the greatest day of yeah. practice yesterday. So that that's also been contributing to it. So and on my put it like this. If we're talking about right now, yes, I do think the expectations were too high. But we do that. You know we do that. Absolutely. Anytime we're trying to find that comfort of okay, how do we justify the guys that we replaced along with the guys that we didn't sign to replace them now we got to make these guys, you know, put them on a little bit more of a pedestal. We talk about that with Dotson, Banner, Chooks, and we've broken down with Chooks multiple times just why that is dangerous. Correct, correct. But we do it because it makes us feel a little bit more secure in this roster, in this offensive line. And we line. always like to feel more optimistic right. about our team. That's just every fan does Absolutely. that. Absolutely, but if you really, like, just sit back and take off the glass, you're like, dude, nothing would say that this guy's ready to come in and be – the number one center starting right now week one. Correct. If this was any other team, we wouldn't have even thought that. Correct. A guard, third round, switching positions, kind of undersized as well. You started, what, four games exactly. at center in his we, college we career? We wouldn't even it. be considering that. It would be kind of how we look at Buddy Johnson and Dan Moore. Anything you guys do is great. Learning experience. But we don't expect you all to come in and be major contributors this season. But because of how everything played out, Kendrick kind of gets forced into that opportunity right there. And for a while, he was doing well. In practice, he was looking good. But now you start to ask yourself, was that because some of these starters weren't as involved in some of these portions of practice? Was that because in that Cowboys preseason game, they didn't have the same caliber of athletes out there? Now you see him against Philly, and for the first time for me, he looks small. Mm -hmm. I mean, now granted, he's not a big guy, but he looked little out there at times and that's the part where I'm just like all right this is good this is adversity sure sure but the expectations we put on him not his fault but that's what we do as fans as media people I, yes, and now I we're kind of like we're trying to reel it's it not, back in a little bit right? it's not his yeah. fault at all um, we're the ones that should be more realistic like you said about a third round guy a guy who again he was a guard in college. I mean, he only started four games at – he was a three-year starter at Illinois. He only started four games at center when they needed him to on an injury yeah. basis. When their center would go down, he was the fill-in guy. But he was a guard most of the time. 
I, I just, I, I feel like, and again, this is not me poo-pooing his long-term potential, but I just feel like the hype train for right now, he needs to slow down a little bit. To be, to be fair to the young man as well, too, because like you said, it's, it's nothing that he's done to create this. That's right. just kind of what we do as fans, and I think some of that pouncy stuff played into it as well. Um, but it's, it, it it's, it's got to be a learning process. It's definitely a learning process. And as a coach, teammate, you're not as focused on the expectations that the fans put on you. We're all sure. just singly focused, right? You're we're just not trying looking, to get better right, every day. We're just looking at the small part. Carve but, out your role. But fans media, we do the projecting. We do that heavily. Mm -hmm. And that has been why, when you see Kendrick, how that performance went and how yesterday's practice went, we're all feeling like let down because the expectations were at times a little bit too high. But I will say this, though. When this happens, where you go from, all right, expectations this being crazy high to now we're bringing it down or questioning him a little bit, I like that space for Kendrick because now mm. he'll be able to continue to organically grow. Sure. And now we'll get more realistic expectations. And now at the end of the season, we won't look at him as a failure because he didn't live up to Pouncey, who is a future Hall of Famer. No, we'll say, man, this is a guy that came in and played well for us as a rookie, a guy that converted position, a guy that struggled early on, but we saw him overcome that, and now he's a legitimate good player. That's how it's probably going to end up for us. That's what we want. That's the beautiful scenario, right? Happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> it's the happy ending right there. Yeah. No, I, but, I, that's, 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 yeah. that's what you want. But to expect a guy like Kendrick Green to come in and day one he's going to be Marquise Pouncey, week one he's Marquise Pouncey, that's just I, – I never agreed with that. Agree. And the way people try to make light of it was, well, anybody could be Pouncey, just don't snap the ball over his head. Yeah. Uh -huh. And how many times did we talk about, well, for every one or two bad snaps that you can point out in his career, how many plays was he kicking butt? Correct, and that was and also that's the difference, man. There's also a difference between some mistakes at the end of your career mm -hmm. when you're dealing with some injuries and, mm -hmm. and, and and some other things, as opposed. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. We have we've seen there is a short list of centers in the National Football League that have come in as rookies and been able to do what Pouncey did. Yeah, his, his rookie season, the Steelers went to the Super Bowl. He mm -hmm. was discussed as the best no no center for in fact, football for effect as a rookie. 2010, I was in Buffalo. We all thought he was the best center <laughs> in football. Yes. <laughs> Yes. We were like, yo, this dude's a problem. I don't know how you get a center to do this. That's why he was a first-round yes, pick. Absolutely. And, 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 and why Kendrick Green was a third-round pick. And there, he also so had there, a, there's he, difference he was a, in the pedigree there, too. He was a bigger player as he well. absolutely was. Even though we talk about Pouncey as a great athlete, Pouncey being able to get downfield and run really well, Pouncey is still about three, two to three inches taller than Green, probably about 20, 30 pounds heavier than Green. Like, and that makes a difference. That, that's a big difference. Big-time difference, big time. man. Yeah. No, they're, they're, listen, again, like, I, I don't – Pouncey never looked small. We never thought Pounce, oh, man, he's, got, he's too small to be out there. No, we never thought that. At times right now, Kendrick is looking small. And, again, like I said, I want to be crystal clear with this. This does not mean that we think that the kid can't play, that he's going to be off the team in a year or two, none of that stuff. Just talking about expectations for him as it relates to the start of this season right now. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, you know where to get involved. If you want to join in on the conversation, it's on Twitter, at Wesley Euler, at TheBody52. TheBody. Mozi, you know, there was a little injury scare here yesterday with Chase Claypool. Everybody, you know, that that was kind of the story of last night and this morning, which led me to think when I was driving down here, simple question for you, mm -hmm. honestly, aside from Ben Roethlisberger, because that's cheating, because we know that the quarterback is always the answer in these hypothetical conversations. So one player the Steelers can least afford to lose, again, outside of Ben Roethlisberger. Hmm. 
And not just on the offensive side of the football, obviously. I'm talking the entire team. No, no, no. It's sticking with the theme of this whole offseason. It's going to be Najee Harris. Dude, dang be, it. Be, See, be, that was my answer, well, and I thought I was going to come in with some nah. good – and Moats well, took be, it. Because Son my thing was, all last year, every issue that we had – Son of a – We solely said it was because of the running game. Run game, run game, Not run even game. the old line The running back. Run game, run game, run game. Remember, we, we, we drastically upgraded our running back. We didn't drastically upgrade this old line Correct. So we, we pinpointed exactly what the quote-unquote issue was. So if that's all it takes to fix that issue, because that's what y'all been selling us all offseason, right? We've been drinking it. We, we didn't we didn't turn this water into wine, okay? Yeah, Najee Harris. He has to be – that's the guy that can't go down. That was my answer. Yeah. I, that's, I, I'm with you. Okay, you ready for who would have been my, 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 yeah, my yeah. B pick then? Let me hear it. Joe Hayden. Okay. If Joe Hayden goes down, who's the number one corner? See, for me, I was saying T.J. Watt, man. See, I, I agree with you on that, but at least Melvin Ingram steps in. At least there's – Those Joe, are names. Those are cool. If Joe goes down, there's nobody on this roster that's ever even been close to being a number one corner before. So I agree with that, but my I guess my feeling is this. I don't know how big that gap is between Joe hmm. and these next corners. I, I get for what you're a saying fact, there. I know how big for that sure. gap is between TJ and Melvin sure. and TJ and Alex Highsmith. You could have that same conversation with Minka, yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's like coming in behind him. Like, absolutely, we feel like Joe is the best corner on our team. But I don't know if that gap. You I, think about well, how I, I James Pierre's been playing. We talk about, there. like, that's kind of like the my difference. The inexperience would right, be more of right. a concern than the skill level. Right. Whereas with TJ. It's a that's it's special. a skill it's a skill level thing. Like like that that's that that doesn't come around once you know every year. No, no, that's that's once on a blue moon. That that is what do you say? They're visiting. They they come from every other planet. They, they, they come visit from us other every planets. once in a while. They visit us every he, once in a while. He's a visitor right now. All right. So that that's my other guy, man. Oh, you wanna know who my third one is? Three I mean Presley Harvin the third, obviously. Oh wow, see? How could you survive without that guy? Put another shrimp on the bobby. <laughs> I told you, oh, man. He's a good bloke, he is. Look, look, look. I'm hyped for Presley. I want Presley to be that guy, but I'm loyal to Barry because we shared the locker room. And for everybody that's going to say, well, y'all had a lot of bad performances. No, actually, it was the contrary. We didn't lose a lot. When Barry not. was here, we didn't lose a lot. So fact, my perception you, of fact, Barry. In you <laughs> rattle off a stretch where you won like exactly. straight games or something? So my perception of Barry is always going to be high. It's always going to because I've seen that consistently. I've seen that. I know what that feels like in stadium, man. But I'm loving Presley, though. I love I, Presley. So when I when I first started doing radio shows here on SNR, right, like I'd do like an hour occasionally and things like that, some occasional some occasional fill-ins. One of the first shows that I really did like by myself was the Pittsburgh Auto Show in 2019. And you know this, Motsi, because you've been one of those guests before. There's always Steelers guests yes. for the shows during the Pittsburgh Auto Show at the convention center. Jordan Barry was the first one that I had on my first show. And so I'm always kind of partial to him, too. Because, you know, we sat there. We talked about Australia. He explained, dude, he explained Aussie rules rugby to me. and all. He, he's not a good dude, Moats. He's a good bloke. He's a good bloke, man. He's a good bloke. Yeah. But come on, Presley. No, I'm just kidding. We're, we're interested to see how this punter competition this plays out. This is the out, fun part, though, because it's a Presley game now. It is Presley game so now. So I want to see yeah. when the pendulum swings, man. Kendrick Green had a good performance. Had a you know not-so-good performance. Now he's going to get that chance to bounce back. Presley had a good performance. Okay, Barry matched your good performance. Now it's back on you. It's like a uh, it's like a playoff in a golf yeah, tournament, right? I, I love that. Both man. guys are hitting love birdies it. out there, and just who's yeah. gonna who's gonna blink first? Yeah, no, I'm excited for that for sure. I'm also excited for what we got coming up for you next. That's because it's our good buddy Chris Carter of the Locked On Steelers podcast, and our, of course our colleague right here on SNR. He will join us live and on location 
when we return. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, live at Heinz Field. Our training camp coverage continues. selection of Steelers merchandise from official sideline gear and authentic memorabilia to an extensive selection of jerseys and terrible towels. You've got to visit one of the official Steelers Pro Shop stores located at Heinz Field, Grove City Premium Outlets, or the Tanger Outlets, or you can always visit and shop online at shop.steelers.com for all your Steelers merchandise needs directly from the team. Closing out our number two here live at Heinz Field, and what better way to do so than to be joined by our buddy, our colleague, on SNR, you know him from the Locked On Steelers podcast as well. Good friend of the show, good friend in real life, Chris Carter. What's up, cousin? How we what doing? What up, boys? How we doing today? The Migos are Mama. back in the building. Mama. Come on, man. I'm, uh, we are we Come are dodging now. raindrops, buddy, and we yes, are we having are. S- raindrop drop you know, top. We are. That's how we live. You know how we live, man. <laughs> you know you've been you've been hanging out at the table here for uh, with us for a little bit, watching practice, yeah. taking everything in, and we were all just kind of commenting on like. It's quiet in here today. Yes, it is. Like, I feel like all those people on the other side of the stadium could probably hear us with our booming Seriously, broadcast right. voices. Yeah. It's it's rainy. It's There's obviously not as many fans here. It's a little bit quiet. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I, I feel like, and this is where Motes and I started the show today, this has to be invaluable, right? Because to get out here, to get two-plus hours of work in in this type of weather Condition. environment, you can't simulate this. You can't simulate playing in the rain, tackling and blocking and ball security in the rain. Catching, hey, hey, catching the Madison? ball. And it's coming down harder. Yeah. <laughs> kick, <laughs> kick, like kicking everything, yeah. right? Um, I got to imagine Mike Tomlin and the coaching staff as you know, as soggy as they're going to be when they get done here, like they are, they welcomed this practice with open arms, a chance to get out there again in these type of conditions that you can't replicate. You either have them or you don't. Absolutely, because you're going to go through these situations during the seasons, and I mean, there's times we've seen teams struggle in in, in harsh conditions, and not even harsh conditions, like uh, you know, just uncomfortable, or unusual conditions. You know, there's teams like back in the day, like you know, the Rams when they would come out of their turf situations, they wouldn't play as well at like mm-hmm. Lambeau or Heinz Field or places where the elements were a concern. I mean, Drew Brees is another guy. We talk about like that e- as well. Exactly, mm-hmm. his his numbers outside of the the uh, the, uh, the Superdome, the dome. You know, like they, that that was something real. And so this is something. And you know, it's always nice. You know, there's always, there's always that clip of Bill Cowher back in the nineties. <laughs> like, you know, I like seventy two degrees and sunny outside, but that's not football. Mm-hmm. It's all about being able to embrace the elements. Football has always been about you know, if it's snowing, if it's icy, if it's rainy, no matter what happens, you got to be ready to go out there. The one thing is lightning. See lightning? Well, sure. Yeah, that's that's, sure. that's, that's, yeah. that's, down point. that's what we draw that line. <laughs> right, right. Because that, that, that's that's life threatening, but everything else you gotta be prepared for. So when you see guys slipping and sliding, you see guys going up and may- maybe not pulling down the catch, or maybe focusing on the catch a little bit more, that's a good sign. So you know, maybe some guys like Deontay Johnson, you want to see how well they do in this kind of situation because if if he can make the catches here, maybe he's gonna make the catches regularly a lot more easily. Absolutely, absolutely. Now. We were also talking about this taunting rule, man, because that's been like our theme. I was, listen, all I was day. sitting right next to y'all <laughs> eat, eating my my chicken salad, <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm, wait till I get on this show. I'm gonna let you guys know what I think. <laughs> and I've been waiting. I've been like, yo, come on, Chris, is it time yet? Can we get you all yet? Is it time? You sure you ready? All right, all right. You finish your food. You got your drink. You get your Pepsi. You got the and the water. Okay, you're hydrated now, yes, so you're hydrated. good. All right. So, Chris, talk Most to us, you man. are wrong. There we you go. are wrong. There we go. Let's I'm telling you, I'm on West's Let's side with it. this one, Let's man. Let's get it. Yeah. Let's get it. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I get that there is a difference between taunting yes. and celebrating. I do not mm-hmm. trust NFL officials to differentiate that. Okay. Just like, and I know you're bringing up how defenders, you all the adjustments yes. you have to make, and all the, and I agree with that. Yes. But here's the thing. 
there are problems with how they call those things. Just because mm -hmm. it's there's a one problem over here doesn't we do, we need to make more problems somewhere else just yeah, to no, replicate no. Yes, that. Yes, we do. No, we don't. <laughs> Not with everybody. All the rules are for defenders. <laughs> we don't have to worry about if a guy, if Najee runs a guy over. Hey, you can't land on this guy. Mm -hmm. Najee don't have to worry about that. No, he doesn't. If you sack the quarterback, you got to worry about did you fall on him hard? Mm -hmm. Did you what, was he but nice? Now, but, now, but, but now you have to worry about not facing the quarterback when, when you when, kick your when leg up. When TJ watches the kick, is that going to be? But no, it's because it's his direction. But, see, here's, but TJ here's, here's has to worry about, about what direction thing, he's facing. No, now. no, but think about this. That's always been a rule. But here's the thing, Moses. For, no, no as, a, as a person that gets after the yeah, quarterback, yeah. that is always a rule. You can never celebrate towards that quarterback when you put him down. That's why you notice everybody that gets a sack, what do they do? They run like two to three yards afterwards, right? Right. How many times have we seen Bud Dupree and TJ Watt sprint 15 yards right, down the field? Somewhere else. You have to do that mm -hmm. because of. The offense players, but man. See, it's my, always for offense, man. You know that. With, here's my thing with them, Moats. What if they do that uh -huh. and they throw the flag anyway now? Well, if they do that, then th that official's going to get in trouble. But that, but right. see, but how many times? Okay, I, I've seen games. But it's going to cost the team a game. Thir uh, yeah. uh, it's going to it's going to decide a game at some point this season. It's just inevitable. Every time there's a new rule change, it decides a game. It's a controversy for a week or two. Third, mm -hmm. that's going to happen this third year. Third down, Steelers playing the Chiefs. William mm -hmm. Gay jumps a pass, blocks it away, mm -hmm. doesn't look at the Chiefs, walks to the Steelers sideline, stands in front of it, and, and like poses with that's his arms good. crossed. Flag taunting. It was that's what it was. I think this was no, twenty thirteen. No, 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 no. Who who did he? What direction did he go? He went to the Steelers sideline. Look, there was. I don't a, remember that. I, re, I remember. Yeah. I think this was. I think this was maybe the year when you joined in twenty fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, right? I was in fourteen. This, this was yeah. the year before that, and I remember watching this on TV, and I remember like pausing it and yeah. looking. And I'm like, there's not a, ch a chief within fifteen yards okay. of him as he did that, and he got flagged for taunting. And yeah. that's my thing is that. Referees, I think that they take a there's, there's sometimes referees take a little bit of too much pride to say mm -hmm. I'm not gonna let these guys celebrate. Mm -hmm. That's too much, and that's where I'm like, you know what? Why why cur curtail this? Who is being hurt right now? But it's like one of the coolest right. things that yes. we saw last year in the Super Bowl, right? Yes. Because when the Chiefs were playing the Buccaneers <laughs> we were about earlier too. in the season, yeah. Tyree Kill, when he threw up the deuces uh -huh. to Antoine Winfield, Antoine Winfield held it. All right, cool, you did that. Yeah. And when he broke broke up the pass and it was game over, he went up right to Tyree Kill through the deuces. So I was like, what was wrong with that? So it was this, cool. So this is my question, right? Uh -huh. Because obviously he was trying to show him up, right? Right. He now, was. Antoine, his show up was, I'm a peace sign. Mm -hmm. Now, what if a different defender show up is, okay, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to try and cheap shot you. No, so you, no, cheap no, no, shot is different. But no, it's still a taunt, right? It's all we're all reacting to the taunt. Mm -hmm. Antoine Winfield, his reaction was to the initial taunt of Tyree Kill. Antoine just decided to react to a peace on. Mm -hmm. Imagine if his retaliation was like how we said here in Pittsburgh when Vontez Burfick hurt L. Bell. Mm -hmm. Our mindset wasn't, hey, we're going to go back and peace on him. No, we said we're taking knees and we're putting people to sleep. Well, see, that's, that's uh, the difference. But that stems uh -huh. from taunting, not celebrating. You're, you're talking how it can escalate Absolutely. very, but very but quickly. See, here's the thing. There's th I and think we've there's seen it escalate. That, it's, not, it's not even like a, oh, no, it could get to this. No, right. we, we live that. We saw, Juju we saw this here. I think, yeah. I, think right. th I think there are clear lines of where the right and the wrong of you as a person should be. Yes. Taunting is taunting. Muhammad Ali was one of the greatest taunters yes. of all time. If very he, true. If Muhammad Ali never taunted, we, we don't talk. We, we're not talking about him the same way. Right, right. right. And it's, Absolutely. It, 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 How about it, my boy Joey Porter? Jo I mean, Joey Porter. Yeah. You know, the, the taunts that come. Mm -hmm. I have no problem with that. But when you take a taunt, it, you should do it like Antoine Winfield do it. He didn't go and hit Tyreek Hill. But this is Kill. my thing. How are you going to dictate how somebody responds? 
we're trying to control his response the, to the taunt. We that's can't, what I'm saying. But that, we, there, there's the that, rule. But that's that's we're not in that position. Go beat them on the field the next play. That's what my no, old man told but me. But listen, right? but once again, what are you doing by saying that? You're trying to control mm. a person's reaction. Right. You can't control a person's reaction. I can, but so when you taunt, uh -huh. you can't say, hey, you took that too far in your retaliation. You're not allowed to say that when you allow the taunt to happen. But there's still clear rules. You don't punt. If someone, if someone walks but up to me. But who sets these rules? That's what I'm saying. I, I get what you're saying. There isn't a clear-cut rule on this stuff. But, but <laughs> you might feel differently right. about it than, than this person I, 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 get, yeah. I get what you're saying here, Moses, and I respect you've been in that situation yeah. in the pros where you – like when someone does something to you. Like, I, like, for example, I was just watching the Malice at the Palace documentary. Yes. We, 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 we were just talking about that. When, 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 the, when the guy throws the beer on Ron Artest, <laughs> it's over. That's like after that, at that point, it's right. over. It's, it's zero to talk about. Is, yeah, like right. you see red. But, but to me, there's a clear line. Because like one thing that Reggie Miller said, mm -hmm. he said, it was when it was just pushing and shoving between Ben Wallace and him, that was normal. That's yeah. okay. But there's a clear escalation point where if this this was the line yes. that, that, uh, of no return. But my question to mm -hmm. you is this. Reggie identifying that them pushing back and forth mm -hmm. was fine, but we all know that was the foundation of the Mouse of the Palace, mm -hmm. right? That's it what started, started the whole thing was yeah, ben, yes. ben Wallace so, and Ron Artest going So in. as the NBA, right, mm -hmm. you think they like how that looked? No, they no, 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 they had to crush it. They, right. That's why they did ben what they did. They completely changed the main on everything them. about the league yes. after right. that. Yes. So when you say, oh, yeah, the pushing and shoving, that's cool, it's not. Mm -hmm. Because that is the foundation for those situations. It can't get to a mouse in the palace if we're not pushing each other I feel because we're not going to have that type of it atmosphere. It can't get to it Juju standing right. over Vontez Perfect it's still if he's not be competitive. taunting the sideline first. Listen, I, I, do un I do understand that escalation point. I, I, I understand there's certain things you want to rule out. Yeah. My problem is – there, you're going – in doing this, I, yeah. I can see these NFL refs ruling out that's things that my aren't even taunts. That's my concern, And that's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm not saying that – I'm not saying, hey, if, if a guy – like, if, if a guy scores a touchdown on a dude – I mean, Rob Gronkowski, when he, when he, scored, up, when he scored and he spiked uh -huh. in Sean Davis' face. And pointed face, at him, right? And pointed at him. That's a taunt. No, that's but no penalties. No penalties. But – Referees are going to miss calls. Yeah. We're not saying everybody's going to be perfect. Right. But as a whole, mm -hmm. we can all differentiate between – I agree with that. A taunt. We can. And, but I'm just saying in general. I know we like to give referees a hard time, mm -hmm. but as a whole, they're not going to be refereeing multiple games mm -hmm. if they make egregious <laughs> calls like that. You think about that. I'm with that, both of you guys on these on this <laughs> <separate laughs> I'm with Moats on the escalation. I'm with Carter. I'm and not trusting I feel, I feel the refs. Because I, I think of this, Chris. Mm -hmm. I think of this, right? But the referee, I want to know who's the referee that missed the call yeah. that Saints and uh, was that Saints, Saints, uh, Vikings. Saints Vikings game, right? Saints, no, no, Saints, Saints Rams game, right? Roby Coleman, right? Who missed that call? Since then, has he missed that call again? Has that call been that egregious again? Referees at the NFL level, they might blow yeah, a but call, if you're but a they're Saints not fan, doing do that care? continually. Yeah. Like, do okay, you care you, that it was only a one-time mistake? But, and that's fine. Like, what if it cost no, no, the Steelers this, a playoff But this is spot. my thing, though. It's a one-time mistake. It was a one-time mistake. We can't control one-time mistakes. No, if you can't. Wanna, you but can't, my but thing but is this, though. If you don't want to be in that position, well, you got a whole game to dictate. You got a whole game. So that's why for me, and what did we say when we came in here that day, right? And you, that, try, and you tried yeah. to put it on that one car. What did I say? Oh, no, what about, I didn't. What about, I, I put it on Sean Payton. But, 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 but either NFC way, thing? and I said, I said, yeah. well, what happened after that, right? I said, in overtime, who oh, got the yeah. ball first? Mm -hmm. So but, it but, does, it's but, never a one-call game. But it doesn't have to be that in that sense of it can be a one-call thing where the Steelers score with three seconds left. There's a taunting celebration. But now, but now, the Steelers but, get off the field okay. with three seconds left. So, but this is my thing. So we complain about human element, right? 
But then if we say, hey, we're going to have it where it's a computer, and they call it every single time by the book, we would all be in here talking about, I don't like this. No, this I'm isn't not, fun. I'm not talking about So we, we can't have it both ways. Wait, 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 <laughs> no, we but can't. See, but I want to give the refs this, less responsibility right, and not more. All this responsibility. Less gray area, not more. But have they not already had this? But, uh, they uh, have. But they have. All point. they simply said is this is a point what of was, emphasis. But why? That's it. We are probably overreacting. But we already said why. Because of the Super Bowl. If Tyron Matthew, if he doesn't – Tom Brady think about, think about when, when, Matt, yeah. when, when Brady took his hand went over to Tyron Matthew, right? Mm -hmm. Tyron is different, right? He's had to live through some adversity. Yes, yes. So for <laughs> yes. him, he's a lot more reserved, right? Mm -hmm. So we saw him do what? He kind of just took it in stride. Mm -hmm. Not everybody is like that. Not now well, imagine if that was Vontez Burfitt. Imagine if that was Mike and Mitchell. He, and he goes over there and does <laughs> that, and they respond with a strike to the face. Mm -hmm. they, they got taunted first, right? We're just reacting to the taunt. But everybody would have been talking about that. Mm -hmm. That would have put a black eye on the NFL on the shield on the biggest stage ever. That's the reason why they're reacting I like just, that, but, man. But it hasn't happened. That's, that's, that's like saying, man, we should, but we we, should not but allow we can't them say to. it hasn't happened when it has. But, 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 but right there, Antoine Winfield and, uh, and Tyron okay. Matthew, the, two, at the biggest stage, yeah. two different dudes with big plays True. and how they reacted, I think, showed the element of, this is what you got to do, and and what I say to what I say to I the just NFL say you players, I, I, I slippery slope, man. <laughs> but, uh, we're, our, that's, but we're, we're creating the slippery slope. But we're slope. not. Y'all more concerned about referees calling calls. Mm -hmm. I know these players. Mm -hmm. I've been in it's, these locker rooms with these guys. They, 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 they are not. Swing. Listen, they are not as as civilized as we try to make them right now. <laughs> Y'all get this false because, like, I, I promise you, like, think about this, right? Me, I feel, I feel. me, I'm very reserved, right? Yeah. I can articulate this stuff and I can communicate. I'm very oh, patient, no. right? I saw this man strike out in softball. He wanted to fight the. He wanted to fight Stop. Andrew Philipomi. <laughs> I remember that. Probably wanted, I remember that. He wanted to fight the right the too. <laughs> that was a bad call. No, I'm Look, playing. But, like, I'm super reserved and mellow. And even me, mm -hmm. it's been plenty of times where I'm like, yo, I have to try my Hold on, you saying this. Why are you wearing a Muhammad Ali shirt? Like, <laughs> because, okay, but this is my thing. <laughs> no, because I told you, as a player, we don't shy away from that. Right, right. I said to Wes, it's harder for me every single day to not be like that. That's more natural for us from where we come from. Mm -hmm. We are natural fighters, right. competitors. It's a, it's a warrior That's sport. what we do. It is. It takes everything to reprogram us. Make it to this level right. by not having that. And mentality. think about how often we are criticized. How often we are talked about negatively because of how we act. The stereotypes surrounding at just the athletes, right? We know this. By you talking about this time and stuff, it will go there. I can promise you that okay. because okay. I've lived that numerous times. All right. All right. It, it is a slippery slope, and the NFL doesn't want it to be like that because us as players, that's normal for us. It's normal to walk up and you're like, bro, we fight every day. Mm -hmm. We do this every day. Yeah. Fans aren't ready for that. No, no, we talk, no, no, no. Miami Dolphins locker room, right? That yeah. was a prime example. People want that culture. They want, oh, live it. Yeah, do it. Until it gets out there. Now mm -hmm. we're, man, how could you guys be like that? What is this? Right. That's how it is. Is it is it possible it too, is. fellas? And these are, I mean, this is what we do during training camp. We've got a three-hour show to fill every day. Mm -hmm. We need content. We need topics. It, does it get back to, though, that, this is a big point of emphasis right yep. now. They're going to flag that dude from the Colts. Everyone's going to argue about it. They're going to flag it in the next two. But when we get to the regular season, it's going to be scaled back big yes. time. Is, is, is that fair? Like, this is what they do during the preseason. They overcall, they overcall, they overcall, if, and if, then they scale it if back. If that's what they do, I'm fine with it. I'm just – I'm too worried that I've seen too many NFL refs take pride. It looks like – like, I remember when, when – because, again, 
Who's to say at some point, like you were talking about how if they drew the bench in the end zone, mm-hmm. who's to say some 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 players not going to be like, man, that's my end zone, and they dive in, they start. Then you got to stop the celebration in the end zone. No, the, 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 the stopping point needs to be you need to be a man. In the if they beat okay. you and they earn that celebration, then they earn that celebration. Celebration and taunt is different, though. We can all agree. <laughs> I'm ne- I've never said don't celebrate. I'm 100% for celebration. Taunting is where we draw the line. That is a different instinct. Chris. Tennessee Titans game last year versus the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm. right? Chase Claypool. The, the chop. I remember you. Yeah. Is that a taunt or is that celebration? That was a taunt. Now, here's the thing. At first, I thought he w- he, he didn't see what's-his-face, Malcolm Butler. Malcolm but the Butler. Second, time, now. second time. Hand, Come on now. The second time was when I was like, okay, Chase, you wrong. Like, he was like, I'm here. And, and you gave him the benefit of doubt because he's a Steelers. Like, just no, be real about it. Because, because he all, is a we human all did, being. We all did. He's we a human did being. I give everyone the benefit of doubt. It's not about them being a Steelers. I am an objective <laughs> human being, I suppose. If that would have been Lamar Jackson, it would have been zero oh, no, chance. I'm, I'm a big Lamar guy. I take, I take the benefit. Now, if you say if that was Montez Perfect. Okay. If that was someone like Fair that. Fair enough then. I, I would go there. But <laughs> Marcus my, Peters. My, my, thing, my right. But, but like Chase could get away with the, with the hey, I didn't see him there. But the second time when he hit his hand, the second time, that's when it was like, okay, <laughs> you saw that he was there and you kept like, doing it anyway. Like that's a taunt, bro. That's, that's, that's a taunt. And that's what, when the NFL, mm-hmm. what they're trying to take out is that. Because that is what escalates. Right. If I'm a defender and you chop my head. Yes. Because then you're bro. Malcolm Butler. You're like, all right, exactly. come, o- come right. over the middle the next, next time. Right. Next, time yeah. when, next time you're coming, it's right. escalating. I, I yeah. get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. That's not celebrating. That's taunting. Celebrate. I love – man, I celebrate. Mm-hmm. I ce- man, I celebrate when I go home today. I mean, because, <laughs> hey, hey don't, don't let me cook something good on the smoker. Oh, boy, I'm out there. Hey, 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 hey. Check out my pool pork, baby. Hey, we'll see, like, we'll, we'll see most of your neighbor's going to look over the fence and be like, Yo, are you taunting that you're cooking, your grilling yeah, skills now. better than mine? That's but right. Now, His but, family's going to go out in the yard and yeah, do the group yeah. celebration. <laughs> the neighbors are going to be like, oh, what? Your pulled pork's better yeah. than mine? But wait a minute now. No, Chris, what I want to say is this, though. Mm-hmm. A person taking offense to that, that could be more so their insecurity. That doesn't have zero to do with you directing that celebration towards them. Mm-hmm. So if a person takes offense, trust me, people take offense to guys celebrating. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Taunting is the difference. Me cooking, me chilling, me vibing, and again, and celebrating, I think we and all celebrate. know, like anybody you who is anyone is, who's man. ever been in yeah. any competitive field in their life. It doesn't yeah. even necessarily have to be athletics. Any type of competition, mm-hmm. you know the difference between so just emotion of celebrating so you, and right, true right, you taunting. Know the, so the, the, the Colts player who, who who flexed after the run that everyone was at, talking about. Now, what for me, I thought that was a gray area because mm-hmm. I can understand what Terrence was saying in mm-hmm. terms of yo, your hype is in the moment, but I can also ask Terrence directly, hey. If you're that guy on the ground right there, are you having that same vibe? And none of us are going to say, oh, yeah, that's fine. We would all take offense to that. So that's why I was like, that right there, gray area. But if you're in a gray area like that, why put yourself in that position? If you're the running back, how hard is it to take one extra step and then flex? Mm -hmm. You can do the same way you put that onus on defenders to, hey, in the full speed, guys coming out the air, he puts his head on last second, react and change to it. The, the Wes, exact this is more same about way. these defensive players hey, being yeah. oppressed over the years. I, I, and listen, I agree. I was on, I'm was i on your side about defenders have had way too much of an onus this of is, all the rule adjustments. This is my thing. It doesn't matter side or not. At the end of the day, mm. this is what the NFL has created. Have they not? I agree. They've created We're it. just reacting to this. And I'm saying it's wrong. Yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying, John Marr, whoever that was yeah. from the Giants, who was sound like an old man yelling in the cloud, he was talking about, this is what we want to get rid of the game. I'm like, okay. All I'm saying, if y'all not going to keep that same energy as it pertains to defensive receivers and landing on quarterbacks, I don't care I do, about no, this energy about time. Anyone that listens to me no, talk I about this say, stuff, care, that's hey. my energy. I, yeah. I think that all I just that Because I, it's been too many times. Mm-hmm. So many times. The game has been changed because of that. And we hear it all the time. It's, hey, man, it's a tough break. Mm-hmm. Make it work on defense. Y'all got to adjust. It's, and, and I agree. And it's, it's so, nonsense. So, so think about if that's a tough break and we're asked as a defender, mm-hmm. 
way further, way, right. way right. to go all the way out of your way to essentially make sure you're laying these guys down safely. Mm-hmm. If we got to do all of that, all I'm asking you to do is not taunt in the guy's face. Mm-hmm. How? I mean, what but are we talking about here? also on the defender. But what are we talking about here? Like, because mm-hmm. we know the majority of the taunt happens with who? The guy's on offense True. with they, the ball in the play. Yeah. First so down, yeah. If that's what we're talking about, if that's all they got to worry about, mm-hmm. come on, man. What are we doing? Uh, see, I, I, what again, are we doing here? I don't see this as an offense-defense thing. I, I see this as a this is going to get over-policed. I hope it's not. I hope it's not. Like I'm we were not, talking yeah. about, they're just over-policing it now. Right, and right. Then they'll dial if it back If a they bit. dial it back, I'm fine with it. I won't have yeah. a problem. Yeah. I just, I've seen yeah. this go way too many ways where you see, like, I remember A.B. with a bunch of his touchdowns, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't be looking at nobody. He would mm-hmm. just celebrate on his own. And it'd be a flag. That's too much. And that's where I'm just like, ah, I wish. I, I, well, I you know the rules. You, you, e- you can pump once. You can pump twice. You can't pump well, three and times. And I was going to say, though, I can even say from the other side, though, of it, man, plenty of times <laughs> as A.B.'s teammate, yeah. and I see him drop that ball on people, mm-hmm. and I'm like, A.B., I know what you just did. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, the, no, the ball like, drops like, different. The but, ball drops different. But how many times would that go? No mm-hmm. call on it. Right. Like, I know what you're doing. Like, we know anybody that's in that building, right, in that facility on that play, right, we know exactly what you mean when you, I'm going to put it right hand in your face, and right. I'm going to drop, oh, hey, I ain't seeing nothing. I ain't doing oh. nothing. We know what you're doing right there. Right. No, no, I agree with that. I also got to say, I am impressed by the fans in the stands right now. It, is, it has been pouring down rain. They, yeah. are, they are wooing. They are cheering. Oh, yeah. They are, they are here. They're taunting. Jacking. I mean, They're taunting. we got we to gotta get them out of here. <laughs> Come oh. on, now. We really got to call everything taunting. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, everything's taunting. We don't know how to differentiate between cheering and taunting. No. Now. I'm going to give Chris a peace sign when he go. walks out of here. Now now we're going to fight. We're going to fight. <laughs> All I'm going to say is that if people can't differentiate between yes. cheering and taunting, y'all don't need to be in the arena. Y'all need to go to a classroom. And get yeah, Carter's ethics class, going on. Seriously, class, like hundred percent. If you can't tell the difference between that, like, what are we doing? We're gonna shelf this for now. We're way overdue for a break, but I can't wait until like week nine when this decides a game uh-huh. and we revisit uh-huh. this conversation. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't wait, Chris. Great stuff as always, buddy. Uh, lots of fun, and uh, we'll be looking for uh, for listening Mama. to you and Adam Crowley in just about an hour yeah, right here. Either. Thanks for your time hey, as so always, buddy. So it won't buddy. be as hot when you run across the bridge since you will get a little rain this time. Yeah, but you out. need a rain jacket. I'll be soaked. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> All right, we got to get the break. It's the Steely Blitz live at Heinz Field on SNR.